1: Let's go talk to Chris Ballas. He joins us from South Florida, getting set for Michigan and Georgia Friday night, 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve, college football playoff semifinal. How are you doing, Chris? Doing great, Bill. Thanks. All right. Uh, so uh, we talked to Clayton Safey yesterday. You guys arrived, went out on the town last night, the Clevelander, had the VIP room, <laughs> hanging out with all the big celebs, uh, JLo. A-Rod, Ben Affleck, everybody. So you're connected at TheWolverine.com. Before we get to everything going on in South Florida, what about the internet rumor that Dax Hill didn't make the trip and that he's in protocol and there's a chance he could not play on Friday? Fact or fiction?
0: Uh, Great question. Uh, There seems to be smoke and uh, nobody's confirming the fire. Um, we do believe that he's not here at this point. That's our our, our feeling about it, uh, and that's pretty much all we can say about it without having more information. You know, there have been rumblings that'll be down here tomorrow. We know that JT Daniels, for example, George's quarterback, was uh, held out due to COVID protocol, and then he showed up later. So there are rumbling that's rumblings that's going to happen with Daxton Hill. So we'll have to see. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And it, it's actually, frankly, a little more surprising. We haven't heard more about other people the way that this, uh, that this latest variant of the, the virus is going around. So, uh, but they haven't said anything about it. We haven't seen them in any pictures either. So, uh, but we can't confirm one way or another 100%, Bill, if that's true.
1: So, that is the only, not confirmed story, but the only connection to COVID you've heard. To Michigan football,
0: correct? That's correct. Yep, that is exactly right. And uh, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully he'll be down here and uh, and be able to play. That's going to be critical. They've got great tight ends. Georgia does, and and he's a big part of defending that. That we saw it against Iowa, for example. Uh, they're going to need him on, on Friday night. They're going to need all hands on deck. Yeah, we remember when Michigan was down here playing Florida State, and Real Peppers wasn't able to go, and that was one of the big differences in, the, in a one point loss. So, in a game like this. You need your five-star players and your best players to play.
1: It's interesting how COVID has ravaged some of these college teams but left others untouched. And, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that has to do with vaccinated, non-vaccinated area of the country you're in. I just read that it looks like UCLA and North Carolina State may be canceled tonight because UCLA is decimated, they're saying, from the Bruins side uh, with defensive linemen out uh, with COVID. But – yeah, it's crazy. You get these games being canceled, and then we're hearing really little outside of JT Daniels and Dax Hill, which is unconfirmed, connected to this Michigan-Georgia game. I know Alabama had a few coaches that were in protocol. They're out of it. So uh, the final four, knock on wood, seems free for the most part of this COVID issue. But If Dax Hill doesn't play, you just mentioned that. That's a huge loss because his ability to blitz really changed Michigan's defense.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, He's one of their best blitzers. He's one of their fastest players and uh, and one of their best cover guys. And so uh, that would be huge. But uh, it is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and you wonder how much of it is you know, who's testing and who's not and, and what part of the country and so on and so forth. We know that Michigan was going to come down initially. Uh, they even wanted to come down a few days earlier, from what we understand. But they all got the booster shot, and they're taking every necessary precaution. So there is no media day tomorrow now. There was supposed to be a media day. And we won't be doing that. They haven't allowed us at practice. So it's basically Zoom calls and uh, and writing our stories from that and then whatever we can conjure up from there. So, uh, But there are worse places to be, I'll tell you what. When they're going to cancel cancel media events, Bill, uh, it hasn't been horrible down here, I'll tell you that. It's going to be beautiful. The weather's supposed to be beautiful for the, for the game. I think 70 to 75 degrees and sunny. at, at or, Well, not sunny because it's a night game, but uh, clear at kickoff. So it should be perfect.
1: I saw one of the rough drafts of a story you're working on at and Chris Ballas joining us from South Florida, uh, where you talked to J-Lo on the over-under in the game. Uh, Should Michigan and their fan base go low on the under? So, yeah, it needs a little work, but the fact you got to sit down with J-Lo I find to be incredible.
0: Yeah, right. That's uh, exactly an A.
1: Rod next. So. No, Ben Affleck seen, is dating her now. They're done. Oh, a. Rod, whoever. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's it's Jay- you know well, who's next? Matt Damon. I don't know. I mean, right. Uh, she's J Lo. She's gorgeous and she can <laughs> sing. All right. What stories are are you working on? I know I've shared a lot of them, but what have been some of the interesting things you've heard from Michigan coaches or players uh, since you arrived in Florida? in preparation for that Georgia game Friday night.
0: Yeah, listening to Mike McDonald talk was interesting. Michigan's defensive coordinator, he talked about, because he was a graduate assistant at Georgia, and after he was done in 2013, he thought about hanging him up. He was going to, he was going to quit coaching. And he said it was the Ravens, somebody recommended him, somebody at Georgia recommended him for a job with the Ravens, and they were putting together an intern program there, and Jay Harbaugh, Michigan's tight ends coach and Jim's son was the guy doing it for his Uncle John with the Ravens, so that's what got him back into coaching, and then it came around full circle and here he is, one of the brightest young defensive coordinators in football, so uh, loving it where he is. He said when he got here, he said he could see it he said two players in, in particular, Josh Ross, Michigan's linebacker, and Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end. He said he could see in their eyes that there was something that they wanted to accomplish and how committed they were to it. And he said, I, we had no no problem and, and believed 100% that these guys were going to be the leaders that we needed to, to turn this thing around. And uh, But he did. He looked down at the microphone, too, the orange bowl on there, and he said, it still hasn't really sunk in that we're here yet. That's the same for us in the media. You're walking into the media hotel Lawrence Bowl playoff semifinal and we all were having breakfast this morning and talking and asking each other what the predictions were. Uh, mine was seven and five. Two other guys from M Live seven and five. Our Clayton Safey, the optimist, was eight and four. So it's just one of those things. When we always talk in the preseason, you never really know until two, three games into a year what you've got. And uh, and boy, Michigan proved us all wrong, and Jim Harbaugh proved us all wrong. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they restructure his contract. That's another thing we're working on, Bill, because as you've said, you know with Mel Tucker making $95 million, $9.5 million a year. They're really going to have to bump Jim Harbaugh up, up because we know for a fact that there are going to be teams that come after him in the offseason.
1: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us. You can hear the Southern Florida breeze in the background <laughs> as Ballas and the Wolverine.com team are in South Beach leading up to the game. Everything you need at the Wolverine.com now with their partnership with On3.com, and they have that. Sign-up deal, uh, a buck for the year. You can get info at TheWolverine.com. One of the stories I retweeted earlier this afternoon, uh, the headline from you, Chris, Michigan Offensive Coordinator Josh Gaddis grooming a two-headed monster at quarterback with McNamara and McCarthy.
0: Yeah. And you know what? How are you going to do anything but platoon these guys next year is what I'm wondering. And, you know, it's 2022 and we're not really thinking about that yet. But the way McCarthy has progressed and the things that he can do with his feet, I think he's averaging five or six yards a carry. And that includes sack yardage. What you can do with him uh, compared to what you can do with McNamara, who's been the perfect quarterback for this team. Uh, you know, I still we still get people on our message boards saying, oh, you shouldn't even be the quarterback at Akron, which just blows my mind that anybody could be that obtuse. But you look at what he's accomplished, and there's a role for him, but you've got to get McCarthy more time as well. So I know platooning is not everybody's favorite, uh, but I don't see how they avoid it next year. I really don't. I think both quarterbacks will be here. I think both will have earned the right to play. And even if it's not ideal, I think it's something that we're probably going to see next year. And Gaddis talked about both of them glowingly, had their strengths and weaknesses. Not very many weaknesses in these guys. You know, McNamara is not the athlete that McCarthy is, but he's a winner. And that's the kind of guy that gets you to 12 and 1 and, and in the uh, national playoff semifinal.
1: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com and the Wolverine.com team are in South Florida. Chris is joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, checking out some of the headlines from the Wolverine.com. Uh, what about this pickup at center? It's a huge one, as you guys said, from Virginia now to Ann Arbor for Harbaugh.
0: Yeah, Olu, Olu Wachimi. And uh, he was a Remington Award finalist and a second-team All-American. So you're ac- actually uh, p- potentially upgrading that position. Andrew Bastardus had a great year, and he was a guy at center for Michigan that I thought might be a weak link on that offensive line. turned out he was banged up last year, had a back injury, came back healthy worked his butt off as a sixth year senior to be one of the, the one of the best stories really uh, on the offensive line that we've heard in years the weight the, the work that he put in and and to come back the, the comeback story of the year frankly um just an outstanding kid and a, a brilliant student he's going to be a doctor probably in about 4 more years so uh, assuming he doesn't play in the NFL which he probably could for a little while so but this kid that they got uh, a great athlete they're going to plug him right in that offensive line could and should be as good as it was this year, assuming they jowl the way this year's line did. Uh, and they've done their diligence. They hosted they him. He's proved to be a, a great fit. So should plug right in at center next year and, and be part of a, another great Michigan line.
1: Chris Bouse of the Wolverine.com joining us from South Florida, Michigan. And Georgia will happen on Friday night, 8 p.m. The winner moves on to the national championship game in Indy against either Bama or Cincy. Uh, Coaches, in, in the virtual pressers you've been able to do, the coaches are raving about Michigan's practices.
0: They really are. They said they're blown away at, at how focused they are. And it really doesn't surprise me because in 19, well, not 19, in, in just a few years ago when they were playing Florida in the uh, in, in the Capital One Bowl and Jim Harbaugh's first game, they came down here and a lot of kids were complaining about how serious it was and what a business trip it was. And they didn't have hardly any fun other than what they were able to do with the team for the uh, for the events that were scheduled. So, And I think you're seeing it this year, but you aren't getting as much complaining. And those guys certainly weren't complaining after they pummeled Florida in that game i think it was 41 to 7 they said okay now we get it well these guys came down here with the intent of winning a football game and everything we've heard is that they came out so crisp that uh, the coaches were even surprised by it and these guys are tired you could hear mike mcdonald in his in his voice this morning uh preparing you know that they're, they're spending some late hours doing it but um they've been thrilled with the reaction and uh and the way these guys how crisp they look after a month off that isn't always the case as you know going into a bowl game
1: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com with Clayton Safey and the team. They are at the Clevelander right now, sitting on the patio, drinking a mimosa, <laughs> typing their next story you can read at the Wolverine.com, walking you right up to kickoff, Michigan and Georgia, Friday night, 8 p.m., sold out Orange Bowl. I did see from the Georgia side of things in the secondary market, this is interesting that all of a sudden there's been a surge of more tickets available that maybe it was overpriced to start and a lot of people just weren't going to make the trip short notice
0: either that or maybe the covid scare right and uh maybe people are concerned about that we see a lot of masks down here and a lot of people talking about it so but um it is interesting i know that people were paying upwards of a thousand dollars for bad seats and now they've gone down dramatically and i know a lot of people trying to sell them And some people have actually told us. They said, yeah, we're a little bit worried. You know, flights are being canceled. I was supposed to go out Sunday, Bill, and uh, couldn't get out until Monday. My flight was delayed by five hours. I was going to miss my connection. So there's a lot of that going on, too. So that's something to watch. But uh, it'll be packed. There'll be a ton of Michigan fans there. We've seen a ton of them down here already. Bill, as we always do in Florida, this is the biggest deal uh, for Michigan football in a long, long time, probably since the 1998 Rose Bowl after the 97 season. So uh, there are tons of Michigan fans down here, and the merchandise is going like crazy.
1: Chris Bowles is the only Michigan insider who also gives you airport updates on the nines on the huge radio network that's important that is man. awesome man yeah go. go chris going uh, roger five you are clear for runway two nine or two two go to a five hour delay uh-huh. you are cleared uh, take off to orlando
0: And that's about what it was, man. It was crazy sitting there. I got there at 6 in the morning, Billy, and uh, ended up going back to my parents' house. It was a good day. But, uh, you know, this is where we're supposed to be. Uh, It's unfortunate that we're not getting the access that we normally do because normally you're going to practice and it's a lot of fun. So, you know, not as much with the pageantry. I'm sure that the pep rally will probably be postponed or canceled as well that they usually have. But, hey, uh, it is what it is, and there are still people down here enjoying this.
1: That's amazing, man, that, you know, because of those cancellations and you and Clayton already down in Florida, you guys have to hang out by the pool or go out and enjoy the nightlife and food. <laughs> it's awful. It's, horrible. It yeah, it's just brutal, brutal. <laughs> Chris. I, we're I, still working. We're, we're going to be in Superflyward Talk, and next break, we may set up a GoFundMe for you and Clayton and the Wolverine.com team to help them enjoy South Florida and yeah. the seventy. 70- uh, plus degree weather while well, I'm looking out at snow right now here on the west side of the state in Grand Rapids. I feel you, my brother.
0: I know. We're going to need some more beer money. Remember those kids that would no. hold up the signs at football games, mom, son, beer money.
1: No. That's where we are right now. Clayton, Clayton posted some photos <laughs> of you guys out. You look like a cross between Nicholson and one flew over the cuckoo's nest and tank and old school. Will Farrell <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Tank? <laughs>
0: nah, I wish I were that tall, you
1: know? Yeah. So. I, and Clayton, by the way, I'm not saying he has a lot of game on openers when talking to those beautiful model-like women on South Beach, yeah. but he's been shot down more than warplanes in World War II. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment <laughs>
0: But <laughs> I will say that, uh, that he's enjoying himself down oh. here. This kid works hard. He man. does. And, uh, he's good. he's yeah. good
1: on air. Him and Anthony... Are good on air. I see Anthony tweeted out that he couldn't make the trip because he has COVID.
0: Yeah, and that's another. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, it's, and it's unfortunate. But uh, I told him, hey, we'll make it up in Indianapolis, right? Well, oh, gotta Anthony. Do that because...
1: Hey, Anthony, on air yesterday, I could hear something in his voice because right away Brett said, hey, he's not in Florida, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And then, and then after that, I'm listening to his interview. And I figured it out after reading his tweet this morning that Anthony had that sound of, okay, everybody else is at Disney World, but I'm stuck at home. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's pretty much it. And uh, my heart aches for him, man. But uh, we're going to go back to St. Elmo, as I told him, in, in Indianapolis. By the way, the spread, I think this, that was down to 7.5 today, Bill. You might want to look that up. But I looked across the board like it was 7.5. And, a half. and uh, there is a feeling, I've got to tell you, man, this Michigan team is really confident. They really are. Uh, they think they're they're down here to win it, and they think they're going to win it. So... Um, I, I have not had, a, as you know, I have not had a, a great finger on the pulse great feeling for this team all year but it certainly seems to me that like they're capable of winning this game if they play well and that a lot of people are overlooking them at this point
1: Yeah, right before the show on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board uh, it went down to 7 now so it's gone from wow. 9 I think opened at 9, it's at 7, Michigan uh, getting 7 and I think a lot of that is when you Get the Michigan money, obviously, which is national. But you look at this game, I think it's more of a coin flip uh, than originally the betters who all favor the SEC thought it would be. So it, it will be awesome. Chris, we'll check in with you uh, in a couple of days. Get your prediction on the game and get an update on Dax Hill. Did he arrive? Is he still back at home? Uh, what's the real side of that story? We'll do that uh, here before we get the kickoff on Friday.
0: Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Billy.